Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I got this feeling that I've been here before. I got this feeling that I've been here before. What, what, what? It's We Know's Parenting. Hi, I'm Peter McNerney. What? What? (laughs) That's Beth Newell. That's my wife. Co-hosts in life and in podcasting. What am I talking about? <laughs> you shouldn't be allowed to intro. <laughs> uh, I was just on an exercise bike. You're tired. You've had an emotionally exhausting day. Yes, thank you for recognizing that. <laughs> well, everyone, I got bad, I got bad blood pressure, and um, I'm, I'm taking drugs for it now. And um, and it was a real, uh, it was a real, uh, it was a real. We're all gonna die. Type of couple days where I realize how bad my blood pressure is. Went in uh, six months ago, and the guy doctor's like, "Not great. Let's see if we can fix it." And I was like, "I'm on it." Three months, I lost ten pounds. Never felt so good. And then all of it went away for no reason other than life and and children and other. Equally lame excuses. But your blood pressure is not horrible. It's just like kind of bad. Right? Uh, no, like it's <laughs> no, it's horrible. It's horrible. Uh, and and um, cholesterol's not good either. But you know what? Uh, I need to be shamed and I need to be shocked into permanent changes. And here we go. Boy, you know what? It's been one day of not overeating, and uh, feel good already. Luckily, I'm still healthy. Nothing's ruined. Can I, I just tell eat the like crap. Sitcom moment that happened tonight, which is that sure. you had told me what the doctor told you, and that you're supposed to be eating more fish and other things. And on the way home, I went and got shrimp, which is your favorite kind of fish. Mm. And I and you were and I texted Ugh. you, "Do we have garlic?" And you're like, "Why?" And I was like, "For shrimp." And then you were like, "Can't eat shrimp." It's like cholesterol city. How is I don't shrimp is he is like one of the worst for cholesterol. As, as are eggs, my hmm. two favorite things in the world. If you're interested in, if I d- didn't think about it at all, I would only eat meat, cheese, shrimp, eggs, 
and more cheese. And that's, you know, that's not sustainable as an adult man. <laughs> so um, I'm back on it. I'm excited to eat more fish. I want to be eating more fish. I just don't take the time during the week to go procure fish. Well, do you know over at uh, at our, that's our, our local salad restaurant, they had a, a salmon bowl on brown rice and asparagus with avocado that was delightful. It was 350 yeah. calories. Fish that was my good. day. So Someone, I'm going to eat that probably every single day for a year. Someone told me that they feed their kids for dinner tinned fish and that they get this fancy Coles tinned fish and it's they get mackerel, which is low in mercury compared to tuna fish. And it's also pretty sustainable. Uh, I was like, hmm, maybe I'll just eat that every day and then I cannot think about what I'm eating. Well, I saw that. I had some that was pretty good, but there's a ton of salt in there. I can't eat anything. No, No salt. I never know what to actually believe about what the doctors are telling you, though. Like, I feel like they... It's pretty simple. I don't... It's just, if it's delicious, it's killing me. Um, anyway, um, but it, like there's some like good fats are good for you. I sure. Feel- it's all, uh, it's all moderation. It's all just how much of week, how much of this, what kind. And I'm learning more and more and I know what I need to eat and it's depressing. And, uh, anyway, the rest of the week was really great. Um, should we talk about, uh, first of all, was the rest of the week really great? Oh, maybe it was terrible. Was it terrible? <laughs> It was a mixture. I feel good about our family this week, and I feel, like, on edge about the world. Uh, Well, you know what I feel great about? My wife took me on a date. Oh, yeah. That was a highlight. This, I think this was a, this was, was this because of Father's Day, or is this something you were going to do anyway? This was your Father's Day present. I told you I've been trying to learn how to lean into the love language of gifts. Beth? And? (laughs) Gifts is not high up, but... (laughs) I really, really appreciated it. Yeah, I mean... Beth took me to a show. We went to see a Broadway show. Would it, uh, Come From Away. It was very good. It was great. And it just hit just the right nerve for me of like cheesiness, uplifting, like... And just was, not too much 9-11. Yeah, not as much 9-11 as I thought there might be going in. But there is but a little. The that, thing is, it's a, it's a... It's a Broadway show that's sort of like about coming together as a community and supporting each other. And it's it was like so heartwarming to watch this community in the play and then to like go back to reality where our country is like torturing children. It was like, Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Like, like that's how I feel like this week has been. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been off my phone. So I'm not as deep into it as you are right now, just because I'm trying to... I just can't... I feel like I can't look away because it's, like, so... uh, Like, it hits, like, every nerve of, like... (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, I... I can't not come across it, and I'm I'm desperately trying not to look at anything. It's still there. Um, But I'm not, like... I'm just trying to look at it in a way where I'm like, how can I help? I'm not trying to like, I think it's, I don't want to try not to look at it. Oh, like, no, no, no. That's I feel not, like we have a responsibility <laughs> with the track our, our country is currently on, on multiple levels. I'm like, we should be invested and scared for what's happening right now. I was avoiding my phone for un for general men- mental health reasons. But like, not avoiding, okay, so, avoiding a specific topic. <laughs> 
I'm just trying to say in terms of my mental state right now, like that, ha- the, the, yes. the stuff with the camps is happening and we like almost went to war. And this was literally the day after we watched Come From Away, which is this <laughs> musical about coming together as a community and like not jumping to conclusions against people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. literally, <laughs> it's just like, uh, yeah. You anyway. know what? There are some real highs and lows this week because then later in the week, Bryn graduated pre-K. Yeah, it was a very up and down week emotionally. Bryn's pre-K ceremony was great. He did great. <laughs> uh, if you listeners will recall that he had a concert earlier in the year. It was his first time in front of a crowd. And I was so excited. So I was like, my boy, natural performer. He's going to crush it. And he was, of course, the one out of 50 kids to cry his way through the entire performance. Yeah. But this time, it took him a minute to warm up to it this time, and but then he started to get comfortable on stage, and he was, like, really going for it with the last song. Yeah. He'd also get sidetracked and yawn and yeah. forget he where also, he was. Like, they took a break in the middle of songs to give kids their, like, little pre-K diplomas, and so during that part, which is kind of boring, he, like, suddenly, like, came alive as, like the peanut gallery and oh, was like yeah. joking with his friends on stage while they're trying to hand out diplomas. And he's like, <laughs> like he would just like repeat the name of the kid who just like crossed the stage. He'd like, be like, <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Joey. Um, but yeah, he, <laughs> that was fascinating to see him in his natural sort of like social element yeah. from a distance where he's funny. just like the way he talks to his friends. <laughs> And yeah, he's well, because not he's just the kind of kid that like loves to have friends. Like that's it's so funny to watch him like meet people. Because I yeah. took him, I took him to a party at my aunt's house who he doesn't really know, uh, and it was a pool party, so we got to swim in the pool. And he, both Maven and him, were asleep when we got there, so he was really cranky and didn't want to get out of the car. And then when he slowly realized he was just like hanging out in a backyard with a pool and like all the snacks he wants, he was like. This is so great. And he starts like schmoozing ki- like other kids. Like he's just. Uh, <laughs> you took some great pictures. He's eating it up. He was. So, yeah. At one point he was like walking alongside the pool with his little binoculars that he has. And he was like bossing around my cousin and her cousin. They're y- younger than me. And we're at 18. He, yeah. Well, my cousins are younger than me. And then their cousin is younger than them. Oh, their cousin. So the so. They they were, like, diving for rings. And so Bryn does his usual thing where he doesn't understand a game, but he gets really into it anyways. And he's like, get the rings, guys. You got to go faster. We got to get these rings. Like, he's like... <laughs> Not understanding the game has never stopped Bryn from he's just telling like you how to do it. little coach on the sidelines. And the he's picture like, <laughs> you took of him where he's in full, like, shorts and he's got the binoculars around his neck and his socks are pulled up high. He looks like Uncle Bryn, who's, like, assigned himself lifeguard duty. Yeah. For sure. Check him out on Instagram. <laughs> um, oh, my God. So much happened this week. Okay. And then this week. So he's got two more days of school. Weirdly, daycare decided to be off all of this week. But there's three more days of school. Doesn't matter. And so I'm uh, I'm home al- alone with the kids pretty much um, a-, a lot of this week. And today was the first day. Where I was home all day after I got back from the doctor with my heart heart medicine. Uh, it's not heart medicine; it's blood pressure. And uh, we walked to school, and Maven today walked all the way to school and all the way back, which for an adult is fifteen minute walk. For a little girl, is longer. We walked all the way there, dropped off Bryn, walked all the way back, 
hung out here for a while, then walked all the way there again, picked up Rin, then walked to the grocery store, got a few little things, and walked all the way back. And Maven made it. Yeah. It was amazing. They make it, and then sometimes they just, like, crash later, and emotionally they're, like, the worst. Like, <laughs> Oh, they crashed big time tonight. <laughs> I sent Bryn to his room for an hour. Yeah. He... I was impressed because at the barbecue yesterday, at the party, they like ate so much sugar the whole time. And that like Bryn had like cake and then someone was like, oh, there's ice cream. So instead of getting a plate of ice cream, he then got ice cream and then a second bowl of ice cream. And I was just like trying not to make it like a thing because I'm like, whatever, it's one day. Let him learn what a stomach ache feels like. You know what I mean? <laughs> let him learn what a stomach like, ache feels I, well, like. Well, because I keep like threatening him. Like sometimes it's good, I think, when he occasionally has a stomach ache because when I keep threatening it to like explain why you can't just like gorge yourself on food, he doesn't, he doesn't believe appreciate it. the reality. Um, so anyway, I he, what was I going to say? He was doing that and then him and Maven insisted on holding a, like container of cookies on the ride home which of course they then started eating and like sharing with each other and so they just had so much sugar and then I got home like close to 9 p.m and they had both like Maven had fallen asleep and I had managed to keep Bryn awake for the last 10 minutes of the car ride by being like what's going on at school and like just keeping him alert because I was like if he passes out he's gonna like flip out on me and then we have two kids to drag inside Um, anyway. Yeah, we went to the grocery store, um, and, like, I couldn't get that much because I didn't have a car, and so I just wanted to grab some bread and stuff, and, and as soon as we got in the store, Bryn takes off, and Maven takes off right after him, and I was like, ugh, and I, I didn't want to scream because it was full, and I was like, I'm just going to let them go wherever they go, and I just, like, rushed to grab bananas and bread and <laughs> chicken and stuff. And then, like, I look and I see them, like, flash by <laughs> an aisle. And I was like, Ugh. and I, I'm, like, sp- I'm doing that speed walking thing where I'm, like, going as fast as I can, but I don't want anyone to look at me. So I'm, like, yeah. mm-hmm. and then I grab them and I'm, like, you just, you know, and I get quiet and serious. Yeah. And I was, like, you stay with me. Do you understand? He's, like, okay. And I go, come on, we're going over here. And then he turns and he runs the opposite direction. And I was so furious. Yeah. But I was, like, I I'm too embarrassed to get mad at my children in public. Yeah, and then we got I back do. home and he walked straight through the new seeded grass and I yelled at him in front of all the landscapers. But I was doing it again. I was like, Bryn, I'm <laughs> being serious, but I don't want to seem like bad dad. And he just stood there and I was like, you heard me. And then he finally walked over to me and he goes, I didn't hear you. <laughs> I've been like talking to him for four minutes. And then in the end he goes, I didn't hear you. I will say the thing about taking them out in public now is I have less fear of them like tipping over a display in the grocery store or like being quite as um, illogical as they would have been in the past. Yeah. Worst thing he's going to do is going to pick up a bag of chips. Like I'm like, okay, they're probably not going to just like wander into the street. But (laughs) Brandon has figured out how to look up and down driveways before he crosses them. Oh, well, I was lecturing him about that one day when we walked to the playground because I was like, I just need to sear this into his brain now so I can stop yelling at him every time we get to a driveway. Yeah, I've been doing it too. But he did it on his own today. That's good. It was great. Oh, Beth. We're about to go on vacation. Yeah. Are you, well, you're going to have a few days alone. That's what I'm most excited about. I Is this the perfect way? Because, you know, 
big family vacations can can be stressful for you because there's uh, you know a lot of people, blah blah blah, expectations, blah 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 blah. blah. But this seems like a perfect scenario because you're going to go on vacation with my whole family, but first you get three full days all by yourself. Yeah, it's great. Do you love me so much for doing this for you? Yeah. That's why I do Whatever it. you need me to say. <laughs> yeah. I will, I will do things like this just for you to say you're great. You're so great. Yes, they're worth it. Um, so you're bringing the kids to my parents for a couple days before yeah. our family vacation. Yes. Uh, Story Parts is performing at Wilco Solid Sound Festival in North Adams, Massachusetts so, this weekend. So they emailed us and asked for food recommendations. And I'm curious to know if you think my email was too uptight about the sugar. I didn't read it all. all oh, okay. I, well, I wrote and I, I wrote like eight things. Yeah. I was like PB&J, bananas, with all the fruits and vegetables they like. And then you sent an essay. Well, and my my own my only thought I was not judging you at all. My only thought was, oh no, did Beth think that my email was not enough? No, it was fine. I just get paranoid about in the heat of summer when the kids are outside all day. If the food situation is not like has some discipline to it, our kids will be like melting down with it. You know what I mean? Like, well, in my mind. Yeah, they might melt down, but we're not going to be there to deal with it. I know, it. but I, what, our kids are like physically very strong and difficult when they're melting down, and my parents are going to have to like wrangle them. That is that is a more thoughtful... So I just wanted it to be like... Than my email. Here's a good... Stra- now at least it's on them if they just buy like eight tubs of ice cream, which Bryn will definitely open the lower freezer and get into and just constantly consume. Yeah. And... <laughs> Yeah, you know, they. I, I think you're you're setting them up for success, and and uh, it's gonna it's gonna be great. Like they're really excited. We've been talking it up all week. Um, it's really confusing schedule. Like Bryn is so into knowing what day we're doing what and what the schedule is, but it's also atypical that he's getting a little stressed about it because I'm like, so Bryn, there's no daycare this week, but. You do have pre-K. Yeah, I think that was really weird. But only three days, and then pre-K is over. And then Thursday, there's nothing. And then Friday, you're going to uh, Nana and Granddad's house by yourselves. Then Daddy comes back, and then we'll see Grandma and Grandpa somewhere else in Massachusetts. (laughs) Then Mommy will come, and Bryn has asked me over and over to repeat this, and it's confusing. We need to draw him a little map with the the dates on it. I did. I went to Google Earth, and I, I showed him. And then he, I zoomed all the way out to planet Earth, and then that's all I wanted to do. And I was like, no, let me show you Massachusetts. And he's like, Dad, I don't care anymore because I want to see this globe. And I got frustrated because <laughs> I like to explain things. Boy. <laughs> you know what Bryn started doing this week? What? Pulling his collar and going, ghoul. That's wild. And now it's time for You Knows What They Said, a segment whose title we can never remember, and I'm pretty confident we say it differently every time. (laughs) But in it, we discuss something funny, interesting, I was going to say shocking or provocative. (laughs) Provocative. Thoughtful. Thoughtful. Uh, We talk about Noteworthy. This is a segment where we share things our kids have said. (laughs) 
Our kids okay. say the darndest we should call it that. We knows they're saying the darndest thing. <laughs> we knows they're saying the darndest things. <laughs> From now on, we'll call it that. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, the one thing Bryn said to me this week was, first of all, we invented a new sandwich, which is peanut butter and bamba. Bamba are peanut butter flavored crunchy things, if you don't know. So we started putting them in peanut butter sandwiches um, on Bryn's suggestion, which he's very excited about. I gotta say, um, I saw you do this, and I was like, ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> and so I, like, I want to try one. And I went in, and there was only one slice of bread left, and it was the butt end. So I made a half sandwich of peanut butter and bomba with all-crust bread. And I took one bite, <laughs> and it <laughs> nothing has been in such desperate need of some jelly... <laughs> <laughs> or something to break up the dryness of all crust. Okay, well, and maybe we'll butter. have to work on the recipe. Um, all right. Well, anyway, uh, anyway, we were Bryn was inventing this with me, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, let's do it." And I put them on, and as I was doing it, he goes, "Drum roll, please!" <laughs> and he got very excited about it. And he's been doing so. He's been doing that lately, where he like does drum noises, he's like dun dun dun, dun like really. I, yeah, he's been starting to like. <laughs> Add weird emphasis. Okay. The other story is, uh, so last weekend we hung out with our friends Nick and Julia all day and their daughter, Rhea. And so uh, at the end of that night, I think, I was putting the kids to bed. And for some reason it came up where I said something like where I was like, I'll be your mommy forever. And Bryn said, but what if you die? And I was like, I'll still be your mom. And he goes, no, Rhea's mom can be our mom. (laughs) And Maven was like, yeah, we'll take Raya's mommy. <laughs> so they're apparently very um, comfortable ha- finding a new mom if anything yeah. should happen. And, then goes, and Nick can be our daddy yeah. if daddy dies. And they say this with big smiles. Yeah, they're very cheerful about it. They haven't wrapped their brain around death fully and they love to talk about it. And um, I'm, it's weird and uncomfortable at times. But we, we let it slide. I think it's good that they're talking about it. Maven said to me today... Uh, I just sort of ignored it. We we talked about it a lot as we were walking back and forth. But she goes, if I die, I'll be sick. <laughs> and then she goes, if Bryn dies, he'll be sick. And I'm like, is this a teachable moment or an ignorable <laughs> well, moment? Well, she was saying something similar. When you went to the doctor today for a checkup, she was like, daddy's sick? And I was like, no, he's just going for a checkup. And she was like, he has a cut? <laughs> like she just she says the funniest things daddy has hypertension <laughs> um so i i had to print a thing today um we need new cartridges by the way and i printed are you this, telling me that like is if it's my job to figure that out i'm just saying it out loud so that both of us remember um so I printed this thing and it was like 15 pages, but I, we print wirelessly. So I was in our bedroom and I, I did it and I'd forgotten that I had turned the printer sideways. So all of the pages were dumping out onto the kitchen floor and, uh, apparently it starts printing and Maven's in the living room and she comes into the kitchen and sees them. And there's like 10 to 20 pages on the ground. And Maven comes running in and goes, Daddy, Daddy, the kitchen. There's so many doctor's notes. 
I was hoping for a doctor's note callback. That's, that's like the second time they've called that back, like after like six months have passed. Well, I, th- I think we never use the printer. And when we do, that's it's the only the time pr- they've seen us use it. And print like, out our doctor's note to take the back to daycare. <laughs> now all printed pages are doctor's notes. <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, I have a, you knows what they said, the darndest things, you knows. Um, we went to the playground and there's a great little playground playground in our in our uh, co-op backyard and there's a slide that does a poor job of uh it, it traps water at the bottom so whenever it rains there's like always like a little puddle at the bottom of this slide and every time we go it's, we can't ever use it because uh, there's water on it and we went down there the other day and there was no water on it which is rare and Bryn went up to the top of the slide. He looked down and he saw it and he looked up at me and he goes, <gasps> Daddy, the slide, it's soaking dry. <laughs> that is so funny to me. <laughs> soaking dry. It's very funny. Maven was playing on a boogie board when we were at the pool mm-hmm. and she kept saying, I'm getting a boogie back ride. <laughs> a boogie back ride? Yeah, she just made that. <laughs> um, I gave Maven a piggyback ride. Not a piggyback. I put her on my shoulders. As we walked back to pick up Brynn, she got tired. Of the I put her on my shoulders. And then we got there, and I took her off my shoulders, and I realized that my back was soaking wet in daddy sweat and Maven butt print. And I uh, was really self-conscious. Because all the parents were there. <laughs> I'm sure they were very judgmental. They were like, what a cool dad. They were probably like, a dad out with his kids? Give this guy a medal. <laughs> There's a lot of dads there. Look how sweaty this dad got for his kids. Everyone's, everyone put your kids down and clap for this dad. <laughs> no, uh, there's a good number of ki- dads there. Um, but it was clearly like all these parents that have this routine. Uh so I'm neither one of us are ever there to pick him up because he get, takes the bus back to daycare, and uh, because we never see our children because we're terrible people. Um, <laughs> most people have jobs. Most people have jobs, um, but it was interesting because I showed up and it was part of the routine, and all the parents were like, "Oh, we know you from the few things you've shown up to, but it's never been this," and it was very exciting. You were at the playground at the school or? Yeah, you pick. Do you even know how to pick up our kid from? (laughs) I've done it like one time. (laughs) Uh, You pick them up. That is the embarrassing thing about this year is how little I've been involved in uh, his school. (laughs) And there's so many other moms I feel like who like know each other sort of and like, I don't know. Yeah. Know things about the school. (laughs) Um, I've been really, really bad at it, but I don't really feel guilty about it. <laughs> no, I feel like he's going to a good school. It's all going well. Yeah, I got it covered. I don't know. It's all good. You know what? Kids say the woodiest, darndest. <laughs> they, you know what they're saying? Ding! <laughs> Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. And now it's time for Weirdness. This is where we talk about parenting stuff that... Parenting fails. That we get wrong. So the most comical fail of this week was that we went to pick up our kids from daycare on Friday night. It was an accidental not fail, but... It was fine, but... We were went to pick up our kids, and we uh, were thinking we'll take them out to dinner or whatever and then go home. And we get there, and there's a full birthday party happening in the backyard of daycare for the son of the woman who runs it. Yeah. And it's like uh, we slowly learn that it's been going on like kind of in the afternoon. It's like all, we're all invited, but we that's the subtext of what is happening, that we're now there for a birthday party. Yeah, and, we're and, like, and we never show up, the two of us, together. <laughs> so it looks like it we looks intentionally like we came to this what's party. Happening. Um, I literally was walking up the driveway with a checkbook because I was like, oh, I got to write the check for July because we're going to be gone. And I'm writing a check, and in my, out of the my side of my vision i'm like there's a lot of music going on and then i pull the check out and i look up and there's a fucking party well what was funny is you stopped to write the check so it took you a full like minute or two to come in behind me and i'm like absorbing what's happening and i'm like oh man peter's about to walk over here and has no idea (laughs) there's this birthday party happening no like so of course we know we probably got an email at some point that said this no we didn't 
You are you sure? A hundred percent. They put things on the site, but there's no like, hey, new information is up there. Take oh. a look. You have to on your own go yeah. to the website. Well, and anyway, you don't know when it's updated. It was this party was never spoken of to us directly at any point, <laughs> and so so I, we're like, I guess we're and and they're they're like, hey, you want a cheeseburger? I was like, I guess we're having dinner here. <laughs> well, she kept they kept keeping us there or with more things or like, well, well, wait, you guys, we tried to, to leave twice, like do the cake. And then they're like, Oh no, no, wait, you have to do the pinata. And we were like, okay. Yeah. Like we knew this was a party we we're coming to. We're cool with staying another 15 minutes. We did not bring um, a gift. So by halfway through, I was like, Oh, I just need to commit to this. I'm attending a party right now and eat a hamburger. Yeah. And it was fine. It was fun. Well, it was really validating. Cause one of the other kids, dads, um, uh, who we're friends with. This is, so this is the funniest part is he walks in and he like has a look of shock on his face. He clearly didn't know what's happening and he turns to us and he goes, wow, I wasn't expecting you to be this festive. And I, I was like, oh yeah, we didn't know this was happening at all. And then he was like, oh yeah, me neither. <laughs> but he had been, he'd been trying to play it off as if he knew. He was like, he was trying to like, oh. play off his, his initial shock yeah. reaction. He was like, this is normal thing that's happening. Okay. Yeah. It was a like, <laughs> it took us a while to, to be like, where do we stand? Who do we talk to? Uh, are we doing this? Are we committed to this? Are we leaving? Yeah. And they it offered nice, us cheeseburgers though. three times. I was like, no, 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 we're good. And then finally I was like, I guess we're staying here. I'm going to, my, my children are eating hot dogs right now. Yeah. So I guess we'll eat here. It was good. It was good to see some of the other parents of the kids, even though we didn't really meet people. We did meet one who was really nice, and we found out uh, works on the on the bus. It was like a oh, bus, yeah, bus yeah. monitor, so knows Bryn really well. Yeah, she's nice. Seen her every nice day. Her. Seen him every day, and I liked her. Yeah. Anyway, it was not really a fail, but it was... Uh, definitely. It was an accidental save. <laughs> we we played it off flawlessly. We're so cool. This next segment is called Did You Knows? It's where we share some parenting information we found on the internet. Here's some nice... You know what I mean? What are the words I'm looking for? News. News. Here's some news. I read this in, the, I think, the Washington Post. Um, and I think it's uh, it's a it's a bit... Uh, what is the word the I'm looking for? The headline is that children have they're growing started horns. spouting horns from the backs of their heads. Supposedly because they're looking at their screens too much and their heads are bent over all the Yes. Time. So the kids who are growing up with phones with in their hands it they're looking down so much pressure on the the skulls or the spine or whatever and it right creates, the weight it is cre- all off it creates bone spurs and so at the bottom of the skull pointed down <laughs> there's like these and sometimes really significant bumps that look like these insane little devil horns so i have to ask i didn't read this article but what kind of numbers are we talking about? Is this happened to like two kids or like what is the story? No, it's, uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. It's significant enough where it's like if it's, uh, it, it's not, 
it's not like it's huge epidemic and these kids will probably be fine but it is yeah it's, it's a not fascinating deadly, that, like, but you don't want your body to be so stressed out in one weird way that you're like <laughs> becoming deformed well it's a sort of it's not this is a there's a long history of human beings um forcing their bodies to do repetitive things that they weren't designed to to do. Right. As soon as like the agricultural revolution I, happened, yeah. as soon as we became think... farmers, like we were not designed to hoe a field and like our whole bodies get fucked up as a result. result. Well, we're not designed to be at a desk all day and it's, typing. It's not even about the appearance. It's just like if that is happening to your body, it means you're probably in a lot of pain, which means you're not like tending to your own needs. Yeah, you it's shouldn't... just not healthy. It's a, it's just a, you know, it's a, we should not be, I, I have no words for this. I, shock, I'm trying to find, ah, I'm trying to find a phrase like shock, the shock value of the, I give up. The forest for the trees. Forest for the trees is not at all what I was trying to say. Um, but boy, don't look, um, well, I think don't that was what we're getting at is just the forest for the trees. Okay. Just don't, um, don't hand a, don't, I'm not going to hand phones to my kids. This is clearly our most well-researched segment of the show. So you know what? It, it's rare that I read the whole article, but I read the whole article. That's not true. I read the whole article a lot of times, but, uh, I, I don't like Bryn, Bryn found this iPod that I bought you for Christmas. Cause you were like, I want an extra, a separate iPod that I can put on music through a speaker in their room. Like when we're going to bed and stuff. And I'm like, Sure, great. But then Bryn found it and he goes, Oh, this is my phone. I'm like, No, and I was like, No, it's not. Uh, you don't get one. Not until you're 35. Yeah. I, yeah, I have mixed feelings about that because I feel like if they're going to live in this world where there's this much technology, it's like you yeah. have to let them have some exposure to understand their limits with it. They already understand. I, I don't buy that because. I haven't learned my limits, and it's the one of the biggest problems in my life. Well, okay. And I, so, if I was a kid, like I couldn't deal with that. I don't think we should just like hand them the iPod, but I think we need to give them basic ways of learning how to interact with technology. And I think there's got to be a way of like hacking the iPod or something else where you limit the use to something actually good where your kids can understand how to use technology in a positive way. Well, there's more and more of that of parental controls and stuff. But the thing is, I find with myself, I give myself a lot of limitations on my phone. I delete all the social media apps and I make it really annoying and hard to get to things. And what I find is... um, you know, so none of my social media apps can I do a deep dive on. Like, I just, I limit how many people I follow or I mute everything so that it, I just run out of stuff to look at. And my problem is I still look at my phone just as often, but then I run out of stuff and I'm just switching between things. And it's a little better because I, I'm like, I'm out of stuff to look at. But I'm still caught in the loop. I still have the impulse to go to it over and over and over. But I think that's like at some point we have to teach ourselves and our children self-regulation and not like to know to notice when something's making you feel bad and you're using it in an addictive way 
which hence like letting them eat way too much ice cream is just like now do you understand why like you don't just need to consume like every bit of ice cream in sight? Yeah, but you're talking about a lesson that I have not learned. <laughs> I, I going to the doctor this week. I but understand I how it works. I don't think deprivation like I don't think total the only, deprivation is the, the way. The to only go. way I learn how to eat well is to not have access to the thing that's going to destroy my body. And this is this phone is perfectly designed to addict you to it. Addict you to it? Well, here's so here's what I wanted to start using the iPod for, which is why I plugged it in, is because I've been trying to figure out a way. So I had, this is sort of a side to what this segment was originally about, but I had this like late onset emotional reaction to Bryn not getting into Dos Caminos, the dual language program in town yes kindergarten program as part of the public schools and we were like that's gonna be so great if he gets in because he already knows spanish at daycare and then he'll just kind of continue speaking it and like hopefully never lose that and he didn't get in and i was like oh whatever i guess it wasn't meant to be and then like a month later suddenly i was like so emotional about it because i think as kindergarten approaches in a couple months and he's we're now making plans for him to like fully leave daycare and go to this after school program at the public school, it's like, oh my gosh, he's not gonna be around anyone on a regular basis that speaks Spanish. Like, what do we have to do to make sure he doesn't lose this? And this was happening parallel to everything that's going on in the news with the border situation. And Bryn was saying like sweet things to me where he would he we go through the school yearbook now that he has for pre-k and he'll point to kids and be like I know that kid and like he calls everyone his best friend but he's looking at this boy and he was like that's Eddie he's my best friend because he speaks Spanish and I was just like it was so adorable to me that they've been like speaking Spanish on the playground and that Bryn feels connected to all of the kids in his classroom you know yeah and I was just like I was suddenly like overcome with the weight of him losing that ability to just connect with them because like it or not, our country is becoming increasingly Spanish and it's just like you, we can't constantly like it it or not. It's, it just is. No, 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 I know. know. Like, but we can't like we as white people, English speaking people, we can't just continue to like ignore it and like act like it's a one sided thing where we (laughs) never have to meet, in between, you know what I mean? And I, it makes me feel guilty about my own lack of Spanish. And so I feel we've been trying to. Do, so, anyway, the iPod, I was charging it because I was thinking I really wanted to recreate the experience of being a kid where you have like those cassette tapes that you'd play along with a book that you would read. Yeah. And it was kind of like this is something the kids could do on their own without my help, but I could also listen to it and hopefully try to improve my Spanish pronunciation so I could be more support you know what i mean because they already correct me on yeah. my pronunciation all the time well and it, <laughs> here's how I, th- I i don't think there's anything wrong with those activities um but it's not like it's not gonna do much in terms of like trying to like retain the spanish you have to be around people speaking spanish frequently to like really learn it 
And so I, I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. No, that being I don't. Said, I, I he has to be, I feel like at this point, if he's not in the program, there needs to be like one of many strategies where he feels like Spanish is a part of his day-to-day life. Yeah. Well, I do think he is in a school where he's going to continue to be around Spanish-speaking kids. I know, but I was like, he needs to be having like play dates and like, like activities where it cannot be so like English focused all the time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, I I do think even if there's a huge gap and I think there will be a big gap between like significant, uh, being exposed to a significant amount of Spanish between now and when they actually teach you Spanish in school, which is way too late. Because right. as soon as you turn 12, that's when it becomes way harder. And that's when well, they start teaching languages. Someone, someone told but me. he has, like, the foundation he has right now, that's going to serve him when he's 12. Yeah. Like, the, the vowel sounds, it's in his head, it's in his mouth. Like well, that's that. what someone told me. They were like, even if the kid a kid loses a few years of Spanish, they'll still have those sounds and the ability that's to produce those sounds. huge. And I do think that's big. But I would just rather he doesn't lose a few years because it's like... Just, I just want to, I think I want to keep a reminder of it there. And I also want to connect it with like him learning to write where he feels like this is something he's going to be doing more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm open to it, but I'm not as worried about it as you are. Well, I just have like extra white guilt about it given the news cycle this week. And I, but I also just think it's like, it's like a great thing in terms of community, I think, for him to feel connected to all the people around him, which in our town there is a significant Hispanic population. Yeah. And I also feel like it's a gift to him. Like I wish I knew another language now, but like our country, like our public schools don't teach languages in a way or early enough where you really can master them without unless you're you know like very naturally drawn to it yeah it's both we've talked about this before but both music and language are things that if you teach before age like 12 it's exponentially easier for kids to pick up uh those things and and we start teaching both those things exactly when it's not as easy i also feel like this is kind of like an egotistical mom thing, but he Bryn is such a social person. So this speaking this language comes so naturally to him as sort of like a thing he wants to engage with. And like I sort of am like jealous of that ability in him to be so naturally social and I would hate to like stifle that. Do you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Like cause he's you know whatever he ends up doing, he's gonna be such a connector because he's just like he's like lights up around other people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We'll send him a year abroad when he's six. <laughs> yeah, let's get rid of him. I took seven years of Spanish in school and and remember almost nothing. Like I can yeah. read it, but it's it was my weakest subject. But then I went to Brazil for a couple weeks. My uncle ran mission trips. Um, and we went to Brazil and I spent a week or two with host families that didn't speak any English and it was all Portuguese. And I swear, like by the end of two weeks, I knew more Portuguese than I ever learned Spanish in school because I really connected with the performance of it. I mean, that's how you learn a language out of necessity and actually seeing people's faces communicating. Cause they, 
the majority of information being communicated between people is on is on your face is it's in your intonation it's in your body that's that's communicating intent and words are secondary to that and when you learn spanish it's just like all of that's removed and it makes it when you learn any language in school so much of that is removed and it's just infinitely harder so let's send them to mexico <laughs> uh... <laughs> sorry you're just reminding me of the border situation all over again it's just so <laughs> let's just end this segment with a collective sigh ready oh god anyway <sighs> I, my point is people call your senators and your all your representatives and donate to races if you can keep uh, applying pressure to our government which could stop doing this if they wanted to <sighs> I, it's bad. And I just want to say one more thing, which is that this situation at the border, which uh, claims to be sort of trying to preserve the safety of us, the taxpayers, and save money or whatever their racist justification they have, the reality is, is that it's costing us tons and tons of money, and it's only benefiting these private prison corporations, and it's, it's uh, pure cruelty. <laughs> I don't know. Is this helpful for people to know? I, it's just, there's no reason for this. There's no logical reason for what is happening at the border. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, uh, re- read up, Google it. It's all over there. Yeah. Okay, my rant is over. All right, now, now, we'll go, now we can sigh to end the segment. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. 
Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. This next segment is called Listeners Want to Know. It's where we take some questions and comments from you guys, the listeners. All right. So this um, email has nothing to do with parenting. And I will admit, I referenced this, I think, last episode that we never talked about it. Um, But I read this. The first time I read it, I rolled my eyes for because of fault of my own because it's about how i don't drink water (laughs) this comes to us from amber subject line peter's thirst problem i have answers (laughs) hello beth and peter beth is gonna love beth of course has been telling me for years drink some water and i'm like i don't need to drink water it's amber or it's amber in philly loyal listener to your podcast since the beginning but first time writing in first off i love the podcast and the laughs you two And your children give me on a weekly basis, so thank you for that. Last week, Peter was so thirsty and kept drinking water but couldn't stop peeing and therefore perhaps blamed the peeing on not being able to quench his thirst. Be prepared for what I'm about to share. Peter, it may change your life. First and foremost, it is important that you don't let yourself get thirsty. If you feel thirsty, it means you're already dehydrated. With that being said, it is suggested you drink a glass of water when you wake up in the morning. Then just keep sipping water throughout the day. Make sure to stop drinking water at least two hours before bed. This is making me need water. (laughs) Maybe longer or shorter, depending on your digestive system, as every body is different. So so that you aren't up all night peeing. Wow, Beth is literally getting water. This is unprecedented. Beth just got up and left. This has never happened. I'm going to keep reading because she knows this. Second, secondly, we all have been... Can you hear? She's getting water. We all have been told to drink 8 to 10 glasses of water a day. A glass here being 8 ounces. This has been shown to be extremely uh, generic as our bodies are all different. Here's a better guidance. Take your weight, divide it by 2. And that is the number of ounces per day you need to drink of water to stay hydrated and to allow the optimal cell function. I weigh 110 pounds, so I drink at least 55 ounces of water a day. And for me, that is perfect. Third and final point is to not count coffee or tea or juice or soda in your water intake. I have had people tell me, there's water in my coffee and my tea. I don't like the taste of water. So the who has said I don't like the taste of water? <laughs> Wait, who has said they like the taste of water? Oh, who they has don't. said I don't like the I've taste of water? I've heard people say that. There's people I've I know of who... We'll drink exclusively Pepsi. <laughs> That's our friend's mom. There's people who drink like. Because like, I don't like the taste of water. There are people who this is their rationale. They really don't like water. It feels like people to me that are like, I hate the Beatles. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you just want to get a reaction out of us. Don't write in. Don't write in if you don't like the Beatles. I don't know if I'd call the Beatles water in terms of like <laughs> I would. a metaphor. The Beatles are the are the the the, the water of music element to our function as human beings. The Beatles. <laughs> I um, I I will say I love 
water in a weird way. And so it is weird to me to hear people say that. I mean, that's insane I, to me. I, uh, but the This is false. I'm quite confident the two of you know this, but perhaps your lips, listeners can benefit from this information. I hope the above will help you, Peter, uh, from further thirst as we head into the summer. Love the podcast. Love you all. Bye, Amber B. I heard that, first of all, you drink coffee and tea, and it's not that it's a net zero gain. Those things just make you pee more, and so you don't retain the liquid as much. I don't know if that's true, but I heard it, and I yeah, I care to believe it. I don't know. All I know is I love drinking water. Okay. And I feel better when I drink more water. This is, first of all, Amber immediately followed up that email with another email. Subject line, Peter's thirst continued. Forgot to write that I was, uh, what I was getting at in my previous email. So if you drink the number of ounces of water for your body weight each day, every day, by week two, you shouldn't be peeing so much. Your body will adjust to the influx of water. If you find, however, that on a particular day, you're drinking water and are uh, still super thirsty, grab a Pedialyte or a Gatorade or a Powerade to replace electrolytes, most likely depleted from your body. Well, okay. I just got this I'm really new... saying by this time, promise, okay. Amber. Let me talk. It's over. I just got this new product someone recommended, which is... Uh, concentrated electrolytes which is you just drop a few in a glass of water in the morning and I'm so excited about it because I just feel like I always wake up dehydrated that the next day when I still felt dehydrated I, I saw that and I put way too much in a glass of water yeah you're just really supposed to do a few drops. I chugged half of it and almost vomited in the sink that's a classic you <laughs> move <laughs> anyway so I got this email and Amber first of all thank you that's all valid and helpful. But my initial reaction was the same as to, to when Beth tells me to drink water, which was, don't fucking tell me to drink water. I'm fine. And then today you went to the doctor. I went to the doctor and he went over all my test results. And aside from the cholesterol and the blood pressure that we're working on, everything else looked good. I was healthy. Except for one thing. And I don't remember what it was. He and told he you just to said, uh, that just means you're not drinking enough water. We should all be drinking more water. And I was like, I like my doctor. He won't shut up. I can't get a word in. But I love how wonkish he is about the details. And he's not alarmist about things. So I trust him. And so he's like, drink more water. You should have a canteen on you all the time. We should all drink more water. And I was like, God damn it. Amber's right. <laughs> Now we got to read her email and prove, say, admit to everyone that I'm wrong. <sighs> I do. I Now that it's summer, I need to be more consistent about keeping a canteen on me at all times. I bought a bottle of water on the way. You'd be proud of me. I bought a bottle of water for our daughter. Because I was like, at least I worry about her getting dehydrated. <laughs> That's good. I'm impressed. Um, I Someone... <laughs> I saw someone online this week tell a story of like how they left their baby home with their husband. It's like close to a newborn or whatever. And they were back to work. Or, I don't know. It was a young baby. And the husband didn't feed the baby all day. Which what? Which just like, I see, I can see how it happens with babies because sometimes they have like weird day where they're not like, I don't know. Who knows? Well, but did they not try? They just didn't think of it all day, which is insane. Like, I don't, I don't know. 
I don't know. But I think it's like a classic. Hmm. I think it's a classic like new dad fail of to just be like, oh, my kids need food and things <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I don't like, want to judge too hard, but I, w- I do want to, though. Well, when you were a new dad, I think you did stuff like this. I did not, not exactly go- this. <laughs> sure. I did dumb things. I didn't think of things, but I think I definitely did never fail to feed them for an entire day. Yeah, but you probably failed to feed them for like a few hours. That's true. I'll admit, I will admit to that. <laughs> I I wish I could do that for myself. <laughs> Me too. Oh, no, I mean the reverse of that. I wish you could do it. I wish you could not do it for a child. <laughs> but you don't. You feed them now. Oh, yeah. No, I feed them. Feed them. That's like half my life is feeding our yeah. children. It never ends. <sighs> this episode's called Sigh. Why don't you send us an email and tell us something? Share something. Ask us a question. We haven't done a would you know scenario in a while. Why don't you send us an insane, impossible parenting hypothetical situation for us to unpack? Send us an email at weknowspod at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 347-384-7396. You can also leave us a, a review, a rating on the, on the Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We really, again, appreciate all the people that have wrote in to review our podcast to say a very sexy podcast for parents. <laughs> yes, we enjoy all of the sexy reviews of this podcast. Please leave your sexy reviews. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at We Knows Pod. We're on vacation next week, so I'm, I'm sure next week's going to be a weird episode because we're going to be in different places, but we're going to figure it out. So stay tuned for that exciting app. Until next time, we love you, babies. We bye. Bye. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. 
You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.